just after 3.30 on a Tuesday afternoon. Kim on the Rooch with you. Thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. Just a reminder, at 3.50, the time-honoured journalistic masterpiece. It better be good, Rooch. Roochie's Roast at 3.50. At 4 o'clock, we'll be joined by Gemma Barsby from the Strikers. They take on the Sydney Thunder at Karen Rolton Oval tomorrow. And Port Adelaide AFLW coach Lauren Arnell will join us at 4.35. But right now, we're heading over to Perth because the Redbacks take on WA tomorrow at the Wacker Roach. It's always a big challenge. But we are sitting in second place on the Shield ladder, and uh, WA are sitting in third place. It's going to be a good game. Do we apologise? Uh, we did that to Ryan Harris. We can't oh, keep okay. sucking up. Like, they've right. been inconsistent for a long time, Roach. We jumped off at lunchtime on the final day against Queensland. We ended up with egg on our face, and we're happy with that. Absolutely. Their captain joins us now, Jakey Lehman. How are you, Jake? Yeah, good guys. It was a bit of a roller coaster over in uh, Queensland, but at, at the end of the day, we got the got the job done, and, and everyone's happy with that. I'm hoping. How was your clacker going late in the game? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, it was it was up and down all all that last day, but uh, I think overall the boys stayed pretty calm, and and that's probably the reason we came out with the result in the end. I was talking to Ryan Harris about it. We had him on the show a few days ago. I was watching it on KO, sitting on the edge of my seat like many South Aussies, and uh, the commentators were ripping into you for not having a third man. You held mm. your nerve, though. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, that Rhino was probably one of the worst there at the ground. He was At one point, he was out the box waving his arms around. I, don't know, I didn't know what he was saying, so... Uh, after the game, he was like, sorry about that. I'm just, just getting too emotionally invested. Yeah, <laughs> Jake, as captain, you need to have a lot of good advice around you. Which one of the bowlers was holding it together for you? Oh, I think uh, Mick Andrews has been awesome for us all this year, to be honest with you. Um, anytime we've needed something, we've kind of gone to him and he, mm. he's produced the goods. And obviously, Bucky at the back end there as well um, was, was awesome. Um, yeah. He's just a young kid that's just growing every day. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of him um, in the future. Um, so, yeah, I think he's got great um, character and, and he showed that there and, and the celebration also showed that. I'm glad you mentioned McAndrew because if you look at the Sheffield Shield stats, it's a good year to be named Nathan or have a Mac in front of your name for South <laughs> Australia. Nathan McAndrew in the top three for wickets taken. He's taken 21. Nathan McSweeney in the top three for runs scored, 405 at an average of 57.85. How impressive have they been? Yeah, I think Nathan McSweeney has already um, played a few Aussie A games and, and is progressing nicely as a player. Um, he's also been great to talk to about cricket. Um, mm. he's, he's enthusiastic. He's got lots of ideas. He's playing good cricket. He's confident. Um and he's a great guy, so I'm really looking forward to the future of him as well. Jakey, everything old is new and everything new is old. Uh, your dad, Buff, was captain of South Australia during a fairly successful era. Uh, you've come along in a tough era. Mm. Um, how, how's the journey been for you? Because the Redbacks have copped a fair bit lately and uh, we've been fairly hard on them, but we're a reflection of the phone calls and our listeners and the people that, you know, get involved with the show. Plus our impatience. Uh, yeah, and we're used to having a... a great South Australian mm. cricket team. But it's been very inconsistent for a number of years now. Do you feel like things are changing? Yeah, I, I do, actually. Like, I've obviously rode the wave a little bit with everyone, and I, I think, I guess, the public and, and people out there that do have their opinions just need to know that everyone is trying their absolute mm. best and, and, and trying to get the results and trying to get that consistency that uh, everyone is striving for. Um, and 
you know, it was, it was only four or five years ago that we played in a couple of shield finals, but unfortunately lost them, and mm. that builds the pressure, and then the the squad's changed again from there. Um, and I feel like we're, we're building to that um, consistency again with, with the group of players we got. So I'm actually really excited to see what happens for in the rest of this year and, and, the, and the years coming. In sport, any sport, doesn't have to be cricket. A victory like you had last week can really turn things around and give a little bit of self-belief. You have a nice platform now. You're two and two sitting in second position. So you've got a real opportunity this year. Yeah, I think uh, getting those early wins in the season really does help set up your, your season. You don't really uh, worry about what, what's going to happen in the next game. You try and plan and, and play good cricket and hopefully the wins just continue to flow from there like we saw in the one-day cricket last year. Once you get one or two wins, the self-belief does grow and, and within the team the belief grows and um, that you're on the right track. So that's exciting. Jake, it's a quick turnaround from playing Western Australia at home to playing Western Australia in the West. What do you need to change this time around to get a different result? I think they've got a really good, solid team that, that, that play every week and, and they rely on their bowlers and they've got good, uh, probably seven or eight bowlers, to be honest with you. So I think it's it's the consistency with the bat, not to have that, that session that where, we, mm. where we have lost three or four wickets in a group. Um, you know, WA are always going to play four days of hard cricket and we just need to match that, uh, in particular with the bat, I think. Notable because they are, by the stats, the least scored against team in Sheffield Shield this year. So the bowlers are certainly doing the job for them. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. You know, that they're rolling out a pretty high-quality bowling attack. Mm. And um, that, that's something that we understand as a, as a team that we need to be better at and more consistent at is it, it, that, that batting side of things. So um, it's a great challenge this week. But once again, we, we've got some guys getting some runs. Hunty, Hunty got a brilliant 160 the other week. That was awesome to see. Like you said, Nathan McSweeney's been mm. been great. Ben Menenti down the order continues to get runs for us. So, um, you know, it, it is slowly coming together and hopefully we can continue to put good team performances out there. Jake, we had one of your young batsmen, Daniel Drew, in here doing some work experience for, for a week. Uh, Roach got hold of him and it seemed to destroy his confidence as he recovered. <laughs> How is the lad? Oh, come on. <laughs> nah, Drew... Drew, Drew is a quality player, and obviously he wouldn't be quite as happy with his output so mm. far as Shield Cricket, but we're 100% backing him because he's shown over the last couple of years with, with double hundreds and, and other hundreds along the way that once he does get in, he gets big runs. So um, that's something that I'm looking forward to this week, and I wouldn't be surprised if um, Daniel Drew was in the runs this week, that's for sure. Jake, has the Waker Square changed? We always knew it as a fast bowlers paradise for the way in which it got bounced on it, but has it changed in recent years and do you know why? Uh, yeah, I think it has uh, typically slowed down a little bit mm. over the last four or five years and I just think, um, you know, coming here, there's a lot more football played on it during the winter, um, there's a lot more traffic there, um, they take a lot, a lot of care obviously over to Optus Stadium with the test match and yeah. T20s being there, so it's just probably not as much time and um, effort put into that wicket and, okay. and more football played on it. Okay. Who's waiting in the wings at the moment? Jake, you know, playing district cricket, who's going to be the next Hooksy or Buff or Chapelli Or Gillespie. Yeah, any big names out there or any big raps on young players? Oh, I think there's always some young kids coming through. I think we've got um, a, a kid called um, Kyle Brazell who's, who's opening the batting and captaining a teacher at the moment showing good promise. We've got um, Tom Kelly still getting runs 
um, most weeks to Sturt, doing a great job captaining them as well. So um, that's awesome. There's Harry Matthias there as well. So I think mm. I think overall um, they they are developing nicely as players. What's the word on the new format for grade cricket? Do you think we're getting what we intended to be a more competitive set of club-based competitions there? Yeah, I think so. I think um, what we've seen already from the Division One games is mm. that they're they're competitive, high quality. The good players are getting runs, and the, and the good bowlers are getting wickets. Is is what you want to see. Um, yeah. I guess another one there is probably someone like Lloyd Pope um, getting challenged mm. again more to to continually get good batters out, and, and we're seeing that already develop. So that's awesome for for the competition. It may take one or two years to to develop further and get the players yeah. in the correct divisions that we want them in, but. Um, I think it's a good step forward. So going okay in the shield ladder at the moment, sitting in second place, yet to get a win in the one-day comp in the Marsh Cup. You play on Monday against WA. Uh, what's the problem there? You're, four, you're zipping four. Yeah, unfortunately in that competition, that um, we just haven't quite done the job with our ball, which at the moment I would say the strength of our side and the consistency of the side is coming from the ball. And um, yeah, we've just leaked too many runs uh, on some tough grounds to defend in terms of small boundaries and, and good wickets and they've just been out of reach with the bat. Um, so that's something, you know, we'll, we'll try and rectify this week and, and get on the board against WA, which once again have been awesome over the last five or six years in white ball cricket, whether it's for Western Australia or the Scorchers, um, they're consistently up there. We mentioned Ryan Harris before. How's it been having him there? Yeah, he's great, honestly. He's come in with a uh, fresh view on a few things. Um, definitely uh, a great tactical coach and, and offering a lot of advice to, to myself as captain, but also to the bowlers to, um, you know, keep growing and keep progressing. So, um, and and another factor is he's, he's a great bloke. He's, he's really calm around the dressing room. Well, not, all, not, not all. Not all. Not all. Not all. Jake. Yeah, not always, but uh, in lead-up and stuff, it, it, it's really good to have around the, the dressing room. And how are you finding being captain, the responsibilities of captaincy? Yeah, I actually really enjoy it, I think, um, from my point of view. Um, you know, cricket doesn't always go your way with the bat, and it's a, it's a way for me to continually help the side um, get better and win games and feel like you can have an impact on the game. And I really do like that that aspect of it and being involved in the game for the full four days. Uh, what's the setup now when you travel? Uh, we often talk about the old days. The old man would have had two and three in a room. Uh, you get your own room now or do you get your own room because you're captain? No, no, we're very lucky these days. Uh, the ACA have put on a few um, uh, recommendations and everyone gets their own bedroom and own bathroom and, and it's a pretty nice setup actually over here in Perth this week. So the boys are, the boys are very happy. It's a big game tomorrow. What's the preparation from now until then? Yeah, we, we, we train at the Wacker this afternoon. Um, the bowlers probably don't typically do much this afternoon. They probably just get their recovery and, and that kind of stuff in. And, and the batters will have a good hit because, obviously, like we said, the wickets can be uh, slightly different over here and you just need to adjust to that. So the batters will probably do a fair bit of work this afternoon and the bowlers will relax. Well, this is a biggie playing WA over there. And when you look at the position of both sides on the ladder, we wish you all the very best, Jake, and appreciate your time today. No worries. Thanks, guys. And take no lip from them. <laughs> <laughs>
Give some back. Yes. <laughs> Good <laughs> on you, Jakey. Yeah, that's, that's been Menente's role for us. Right. Oh, <laughs> We're looking it. forward All to right. it. Well, watch with great interest. Should be a beauty, though, Rooch, when you look at South Australia's in second position, WA in third position on two wins apiece. Mm. There's an opportunity to get a bit of a break on How good WA. would it be? Back-to-back wins. That yeah, would be something. Yeah, that's are, next you, step. are you tipping them? In the West, No. No, I think it's too hard an ask at the moment. But I look forward to how they fight. Yeah. Well, you never know. Um, it's a good side. I think I'm with you. Yeah, very good side. Mm. All righty, Roach, you've got to prepare yourself, all right? You're ready yes. to go? you got the gravy ready? I've got the gravy. I've no lumps. I was stirring it no while lumps. I was talking. No lumps in the gravy whatsoever. The time-honoured journalistic masterpiece, self-titled, that is. <laughs> uh, Roachie's Roast is coming up next.